0: Hello and welcome to The Movie Bunker um, with myself, Matt and... It's me, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello. (laughs) What are you doing here?
1: Well, I saw the lights on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So today, um, as you know from the end of the last podcast, we're going to review Movie 53.
1: 43. 43.
0: It doesn't matter because we're not. Because as luck would have it, it got removed off of Netflix. And because we're um, legally abiding citizens... We decided that we would go, and also we didn't want to watch it. to <laughs> no. find an alternative film. So, Chris, what did what did we find?
1: Well, to watch? We, we we found the next worst comedy, probably, and we went for Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. In every family, there's one person who drives you a little crazy. I gotta pick Jill up at four in the morning.
0: She comes once a year, and she's leaving on Sunday.
1: But during the holidays,
0: Jack. No fighting this year.
1: There's no escaping it when it's your sister. How we doing? Your twin sister.
0: Are you going bald? Huh? No, 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 you're getting fatter, and your hair doesn't realize it needs to cover more face.
1: Okay. Maybe I should stay out through Hanukkah. And she isn't leaving. She's
0: forwarding her mail to us now.
1: This fall.
0: Seriously, honey? Can't you try a little harder? She's your sister. Guess who is taking you to the Lakers game? Finally, some twin time.
1: Compliments of Mr. Pacino. What? The? This is insane, man. You gotta call him. Oh, well, you stop ready. You know all he wants to do is play Twister with your sister.
0: Adam Sandler is... Your sister and I grew up on the same streets. When I look at her, I see me. When, when I, I look at her, I see me too.
1: Jack and Jill. So, Jack and Jill... Uh, I don't know where to start. It's a difficult one to talk about without vomiting. Um, It's confusing on so many levels. I'll I'll read out the plot synopsis so those of you who haven't seen it or know the premise about it, this is the official plot points. So Jack Saddlestein is a, a successful advertising executive in Los Angeles with a beautiful wife and kids who dreads one event each year, the Thanksgiving visit of his identical twin sister, Jill. Jill's neediness and passive aggressiveness is maddening to Jack, turning his normally tranquil life upside down. It was uh, filmed, or re- sorry, released in 2011, and it's an American comedy. Is
0: it really seven <laughs> years old?
1: Yeah. Wow! Uh, directed by Dennis Dunan. Tenan. Dugan, sorry, Dennis Dugan, written by Stephen Corran and Adam Sandler, had his uh, fingers all over this. Katie Holmes, an Al Pacino star, uh, and it was uh, yeah released in November 2011 by I'm, I'm Columbia Pictures. I'm it assuming it's a
0: Happy Benison production. Yes,
1: it does say that somewhere, I've read that somewhere, which is part of his production company, yeah, right? he basically
0: bankrolls his own films.
1: A lot of his stuff is uh, being released on Netflix now, he's kind of found a, an outlet for his dirge <laughs> so the film received extremely negative reviews and is considered by some to be one of the worst films ever made uh, nominated for a record of 12 Razzies and winning 10 of them uh, and the film won in every category it was nominated for <laughs>
0: <laughs> I recently had Calder Equine Syndrome CES for short which is a, a, a slip disc right right in the centre of my spine, it can lead to potential paralysis and incontinence. So. I would rather go through that again <laughs> than watch this film again. If someone had said to me, you know, Matt, watch this film and it'll take the pain of the <laughs> equina syndrome away, I'd say No.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll take the crippling back pain oh uh, god i often watch these films now that while well, we're four four films into this podcast thing we're doing um and i often put them on quite late at night as you know it's a it's a challenge for myself and also cause, you know I, I am i want to find stuff to talk about and there is plenty to talk about this film no doubt but i want to find good things to talk about and I want to we want to find interesting things to say about, you know, where it went wrong and, and also find some bits and pieces that actually might be worth salvaging out of the, the movie. But um it's not our our aim to punish ridicule ourselves. these films and tear these films to pieces. It is on the off
0: chance that in amongst all of these poorly rated films, the majority of people would have made a horrible mistake and will find a a diamond, a nugget.
1: You'd rather be caught masturbating in watching this film yes um it's never (laughs) happened to me but yes i take that every time i'd I'd sooner be uh, sooner sooner open my eyes and see a fresh cup of tea (laughs) on the side of the bed than to be seen watching uh, adam sandler play himself and his twin sister yeah the crux of the comedy of this film because they say uh, it the plot
0: is non-existent there's there's Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler playing Adam Sandler's twin brother and sister. Kate Holmes is Adam Sandler's wife. There's a couple of kids in it. And
1: we could go for the cast, but if you've ever seen any Adam Sandler film, it's that cast. It's the same cast. It's, it's the same his buddies. Cast. Okay. So the premise, what I got from the film yeah, there's a it's a vehicle for Adam Sandler doing the um, Eddie Murphy thing, isn't it, by playing multiple characters? Yeah. Made up, etc. Adam Sandler's character works. He's obviously got quite a high up job in his advertising agency. He lives a very nice life. He's got a, a, a lovely house, massive uh, sort of house. We've been watching a lot of um, films recently, obviously, because you do. American films.
0: Everyone's got a nice house. I mean, I don't know if we just noticed it because we're, we're a mid move. <laughs> you know, we're moving to a different bunker. Yeah. A little bit uptown. Um, but you, it's like, surely to God, not everyone in America can live in like these home alone style, massive colonial
1: houses, which
0: they appear to do.
1: Yes, yes. They all have great jobs, big houses, yeah. a gardener, maybe a catering. Even bad neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Sorry, house envy. Never mind. No, no, but it's a good point. And, the amount- and,
0: and breakfasts spread. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a fruit...
1: Yeah, they have Sculpture. pastries and fruit every morning. The most impressive thing of the film was the
0: fruit sculptures on their breakfast bar. Figs. There were figs there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone
1: loves a fig. Well, no, I mean, I love a fig, but... Um, Keeps you regular. Yeah, a fresh fig over a dried fig. Yeah, i will take a fig roll. Oh, God, now you're talking... <laughs> So he's an advertising executive living in a very nice life. Beautiful wife, Katie Holmes, which we'll talk about later. Two very strange children. We'll talk about those in a second. Christ, there's so much to talk about. The advertising company that he works for, they are launching a Dunkin' Donuts campaign with about a new drink called the Dunkachino. Dunkachino. And they want uh, Al Pacino, the real Al Pacino, to be uh, the star of their advertising campaign, so it's about the yeah. the, the the voyage, I guess, of the Adam Sandler's character trying to win over the real Al Pacino because he plays himself to become part of the the Dunkachino uh, advertising campaign for for Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. um, and that journey. Um, and what actually happens is he uses his twin sister as leverage because Al Pacino takes a bit of a shine to that Adam shine. Sandler and it's drag the funniest thing about this film wasn't actually in
0: this film because you watched it before me quite clearly yes and you text me fancy a Dunkerchino and I had <laughs> no fucking idea what you're talking about so I'm like I googled it thinking this must be one of those things I should know right and in the urban dictionary, a Dunkerchino is a blowjob and I'm like oh okay well this is awkward <laughs> Which is why I text you back, best ask your wife. Right. I'm not good at these things anymore. I, I kind of didn't want to go into the... And you just blanked me, man. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I, I thought, this is too difficult and to... And then I
0: thought instantly, after you blanked me, because I didn't know what Dunkerchino was, I thought that you'd inadvertently text me something you should have texted somebody
1: else. <laughs> Dunkerchino, how? Duncan why? Chino.
0: Okay. Well, if it's anything like this film, is because it's a lot of hard work and... Ends up with an unpleasant taste in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: great analogy. As
0: soon as these film started, because, like, you know, cross-dressing uh, films are... Not uncommon. Mrs. Doubtfire is, is a great example. Tootsie. Tootsie's amazing. White chicks. White chicks? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> White chicks people must have been sat at home must this must be the Wayne Brothers the white chicks. Yeah, yeah. Must have been sat at home high fiving each other after <laughs> watching this film and go, Finally, we're not in the shittest film to feature cross dressing. Um <laughs> but I was watching this and the whole entire way I was thinking why mm. why <laughs> what, what have we gained from Adam Sandler being in this twice so because like in terms of production costs it must have cost oh, yeah a fortune to shoot every scene twice yeah yeah because like there's one thing you can say about this film it's the splicing is flawless
1: like yeah I made a note to say that the, the special effects are good. <laughs> as far as it goes they they are they are good the production values are good yeah you yeah. don't you don't notice that they're not in the same room to, with each other you and that makes it even more pointless. But yeah. There's
0: one bad part of this. Um, yeah. In, 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 when the, the, you know, the Emerald Curtain parts and you see some workings there. And it's at towards the end and they're, they're doing some skipping. Oh, OK. And then yeah. when it gets to the hard bit of skipping, it's quite clearly two completely different people oh, who so are yes. good skippers, I'm so, guessing. Yeah,
1: yeah they, they bond in the playground doing some uh, double Dutch kind of skipping, double which Dutch, is what they used yeah, to do as kids. On, on a boat. Oh, that's right, not in the park on oh, they go they go on a cruise, don't they? They go on a cruise. Let's talk about Adam Sandler because his career path his career path has nosedived. And I don't know whether there's a couple of films which have maybe re- redeemed himself slightly, but I'll tell you about the what I know about Adam Sandler. I've never liked Adam Sandler to be honest. There's Whoa. A, there's one film that I did enjoy which was The Wedding Singer. Okay. Hey, classic. So I think we've I think we can all we can both agree that that's quite good. But he was a happy; he was the guy in Happy Gilmore, the water boy. So they were the two um, fairly big tentpole films for him that launched his career. He, was he a Saturday Night Live comedian? I um, believe he was. Right. Yeah. So you know they have a; it's a good breeding ground for you know uh, comedians to screen, right? And then we had Big Daddy, um, Wedding Singer, as I said, Fifty First Dates. Is that correct? Yeah. And then we had things like um, there's so many. What's the one we played the devil? Uh, Devil's Son Little Nicky Little Nicky and then it starts to get a bit weird then he had that half Mr. sit Mr. Deeds Mr. Deeds a Click um, Bedtime, bedtime Stories so
0: never mind um, The Longest
1: Yard actually that's not bad but that's a remake with What's machine. Funny People that's one we that's were, not bad actually. yeah that's why I was going to say there was that little nugget of uh, Punch Drunk Love he
0: was amazing in that
1: yeah uh, Wes Thomas Anderson or Paul Thomas Anderson not Wes because that's the <laughs> other guy but yeah okay. Tall Paul Thomas Anderson just recently uh, released uh, The Phantom Fred with um, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis so you know <laughs> he put a lot of trust in Adam Sandler uh, and that that film I've never seen it I have to admit but uh, it's critically praised Very so, good. so Adam Sandler can turn his hand to stuff and he is in Funny People he is uh, he, he does play a dark uh comedian battling with you know depression and and uh good ensemble cast in that as well and i enjoyed that film but is he is he the comedy version of Nicolas cage yeah i guess
0: so but the thing is is that i looked at this and i I, after sort of seeing this i went to think to myself right so how much money did this make it made significant bank right so like the fee um, the cost was about eighty, ninety million, eighty million, ninety million, 90 million, something like that. 79. 79. <laughs> 80 million. Let's, let's round it up. <laughs> 80 million quid, right? I think you'll find Of which. Uh,
1: 79, I've got the stats in front of me, Matthew. Of
0: which, I think you'll probably find that Adam Sandler is paid 20 million and his production company another <laughs> Yeah, dollar. yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then it made like 167 million.
1: 149.7 million. Pulse. You're close. Yeah, but I have got it written down in front of me. So. Yeah. yeah, so,
0: so I mean, it doubled its money, and and when you're talking millions of pounds, yeah, that's not insignificant. No, so, and he's, he's in this sort of turmoil wheel of producing his own films, putting the films out. His name is so large still. Yeah, that he gets, and it's not like they were, you know, it was met to lukewarm reception it was panned instantly out of the box and people still went oh fuck it i'm gonna go see an adam sandler film um it was up against uh the immortals i think on the launch date so it wasn't obviously peak season so people were obviously like cinema goes like oh what should i do yeah it's over a 300 wannabe or this both both films actually were quite good
1: immortals that's podcast. got um superman in it henry Cavill, yeah yep, and yep. mickey rourke mickey rourke yeah i've never seen it uh, yeah, I mentioned earlier on Adam Sanders now uh, sort of embedded in the Netflix uh, production. Yeah, I watched that other one that he did, The the Ridiculous
0: Six. Uh, same cast, you know, <laughs> people expect. But oh, I have Netflix. to say, I mean, of all of his films, because you do tend to end up watching them. Because I'm looking down his list of films and I'm like, actually, I've, I've, watched, that, I've okay. watched that, I've watched that, I've watched that. You tend to watch them, and because you expect so little or be- whatever, there's normally funny parts in yeah. them at some point. But I cannot recall laughing at this film. This film is stone cold silence and shock, <laughs> shock and awe. That, the one thing I did um, like comedically in this film was his adopted son used to uh, like to sellotape things to himself, and I actually quite I, as a Vic Reeves <laughs> fan. Oh, okay. It kind of Put me in that mind of you know, quite uh, surrealist humor. Okay, but it was
1: completely out of place with the rest of it, and it was never really touched on. or we never talked in about movie. it. There's an adopted son, right? Yeah. The decision was made to make do some changes with the the two children of the family. the 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 girl, the daughter, has a doll that she carries around. So, and That's the always doll wearing the same clothes exactly, well. always in exactly the same outfit as the daughter, which does take a hell of a lot of organizing for the parents. And and yeah, as you said, the son. As a, a sellotape fetish,
0: yeah. Well, he likes to sellotape things to himself, to himself, head. He has a lobster sellotape to his back. Yeah, at Yeah, and point. He, he's
1: just sort of at the table, dinner table, the dinner table scene, and uh, gradually, uh, as time goes by, throughout the dinner scene, he's got more and more pieces of stuff. Just, yeah, he's sellotaping to himself at the table. You never really see him do it. And or... you're, you know, as a parent myself, as a parent myself, I would say, don't do that, please. Don't, don't do that. That's, that's. We don't want to be. Endorsing that sort of behaviour. Don't be the sellotape kid. No, but they, they seem to, to think it's quite they, they got
0: bigger fish to fly around, it, didn't they? but haven't they?
1: Yes. Because Katie. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, we'll talk about Katie Holmes now because I, I i like Katie Holmes, and if you're a Dawson's Creek fan like me, you know, uh, one of my favourite uh, programmes growing up, I don't like to see Katie Holmes. <laughs> She's being, had a hard life, isn't yeah, she? Being, Cause like
0: she was in Dawson's Creek, she was doing well for herself. Then she met Mr Tom Cruise and it all kind of went a bit silent. Yeah,
1: no, she's, she's had a bad time of it and she's obviously made some bad choices and Tom Cruise is a force to be reckoned with and a, who wouldn't marry him? I would. Dreamy he, eyes. Yeah, he's charismatic, regardless of the whole Scientology thing. Everyone that says they've met him or they've filmed with him says he's, he's a presence and, and he has he that power. He's like man. But how can he be if he's a Scientologist? They're nutters. <laughs> John Travolta was one. Yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> we would do Battlefield Earth. This is the film that beat
0: Battlefield Earth. Yes. Because yeah, the yeah. previous Mount of Ramses was Battlefield Earth, and then it was this
1: film. So Katie. What yeah, is the floor of it? Yeah. Okay, Katie Holmes is the dutiful wife, but she can't use a knife and fork. <laughs> so, one of the first scenes in this film, they're all sat around the table with having their first dinner with. I don't know, one of the in laws or outlaws and a homeless person for, for for no reason whatsoever. Because he's Adam
0: Sadler's mate and he has to be
1: there. He's one of the co writers of the script, so right, there, go. there you go. One of the first things I noticed is, is Katie Holmes' character is struggling struggling with a knife and fork. Yeah. And um, thinking, wow. Should we talk about Al Pacino? Al Pacino, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I didn't know he was in this at all. I had no idea. And then he, and he rocked up. I expected it to be a, a brief. Flit of a cameo, you know, throw him a couple of hundred thousand dollars and he'll walk on screen for you kind of thing. Yeah. But no, he's he's in it.
1: He's a main character. He
0: pretty much is, yeah. He's, I mean, if you don't take out the fact that Adam Sandler's in it twice, he probably um, has got the most
1: screen time outside of that. As himself.
0: As, as yeah. As uh... So
1: Ad, um, Adam Sandler, obviously agents were involved when they, they've they persuaded Al Pacino to, to do this film. I mean, God knows why. Al Pacino's an act- <laughs> okay I was going to say he's an actor in this film. <laughs> yes, he is himself in this film and he's doing a stage play isn't he? Richard is uh, III which is the third and he freaks out because someone uses their mobile phone within in the theater and he asks them to to turn it off, doesn't he? And then yeah. he freaks out. So then I think one of the reasons why he agrees to do the commercials is because he needs work because of this outburst, is that correct? Well, no, because he's still in the play later. And then Bruce Jenner's there, which is weird. Isn't oh that? my god, right. Pre obviously Pre-not-being Pre Bruce Jenner anymore. But, um, yeah, so Al Pacino... Al Pacino God, let keep saying it. Just to Make say Al Pacino... Is Al Pacino in this? Really? Yeah. He's <laughs> um, he's giving it 100%, I I believe. I, if anything I could say about this film that I enjoyed was I enjoyed watching Al Pacino just be himself in the most bizarre, fucked-up way. Is the only way I can describe it. Because he's got no idea or he, or does he know that he's in a stinker
0: I don't know if he can I mean I think a lot of actors would like the opportunity to send themselves up so we've, we've seen this to great success in like if you look at uh, the British series um, Extras yeah Ricky Gervais manages to get huge stars there to absolutely rip the shit out of themselves yeah, yeah. and they go for it 100% and it's hilarious I mean the Kate Winslet episode is un. Paralleled yeah, in television funny. terms, it is cringely brilliant. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, also amazing in that. Um, so I, I guess on paper, this looks like one of those chances for an actor just to be able to go, Yeah, I'm gonna take the mick out myself, prove to people that you know. I mean, I
1: don't know if Albert has ever really broken a comedy role, no, but I mean, I would no, put it out there that he probably would do quite well in one if he was. I, I think he's got it, he's got it in him to do comedy. I mean, god, the guy's getting on a bit now i mean he's a great actor no doubt about it he's had a great career and the guy you know deserves respect just for but this that
0: is, is this something is this just the career path of our old greats these days because um robert de niro done the same thing what did i watch the other day
1: dirty grandpa dirty grandpa i did avoided it i know it's one i kind of want to do in the future <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it's shits a- all over this film Dirty Grandpa makes, Jack, you know,
0: Jack and Jill makes Dirty Grandpa look like Citizen Kane. Seriously? Yeah, it's it's actually got some funny bits in it. has got some funny it.
1: bits in it, okay.
0: So it's, yeah, it actually kind of delivers a little bit on it. So, like, he's taken that because, like, he started, I guess, with his first one would be Meet the Fockers, Meet the Parents, so... I think that was the first surprisingly comedy role that he was in. Yeah, that, obviously King of Comedy, blah, blah,
1: blah. Uh, yeah, but the breakout role for him, trying something new and not taking himself as serious, or, or from what we know, he yeah. might have always been funny uh, <laughs> off, off the camera. But um, yeah, that was his first foray into this kind of... Yeah, self-deprecating... Yeah. And he's gone of... on to do a hell of a lot of it now. And a lot he? of the, these roles kind
0: of like ape on previous... Big roles, so you know, you, you got kind of like a bit of the deer hunter guy and the, the meet the parents because he's kind of ex forces, blah blah yes, blah. Yes. So he kind of eggs on those, and, and yeah. So I, I don't know if Pacino's like, uh, I want me a part of that, yeah. No, I can I want, see it. want that. to get down that path, of... and
1: you can tell one of the best lines I think in this Jack and Jill film is when one of can... the best, lines. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, one of the best, there's so many, but with Al Pacino, um, when he's uh, having dinner with uh, with Jill at his. At his place, she accidentally He's teaching her to bat or play this bat and ball game, and she accidentally smashes his Oscar. She goes, "Ah, oh, don't worry, you got lots of those. And he goes, Ah, oh, you think? Joke for him is that he's, got he's only one, got one Oscar, and you yeah. think that Albert, the great Albertino would have more than one Oscar. Fact, they've got Leonardo
0: DiCaprio in as well, they,
1: could, yeah, they could yeah. have
0: doubled up on that joke.
1: There is a, a line which, um, at the end of the film, where Adam Sandler Jack is showing al pacino the commercial that he's agreed to do
0: this made me angry because it it struck me as being intensely cynical about the whole entire film it's Mm. it's all it felt to me even if it's because i just fucking didn't enjoy it at all yeah but when i heard this it was it was almost like they were taking the mick out of anyone that had paid for a ticket to Mm. watch this film
1: so al pacino sits and watches the uh the commercial, which I'm, a, which we can play now for you. Something's brewing at d d
0: Wow, Al Pacino. It's not Al anymore. It's Dunk. Dunkacino? Don't mind if I do. What's my name? Dunka It's a whole new game. Dunkacino!
1: You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, whoa, lucky light. This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut, two caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants my Dunkachino. Can't get enough of my Dunkachino. Kids from seven to no. lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunka dunk Dunka Dunka, dunk-a Dunkachino.
0: Is that, that that commercial you just played? Yeah, is is proof of what you were saying about how one hundred percent thrown into this role that he did yeah i mean he obviously had a chance to go i'm I'm not doing that no but he went full bore and did the duncaccino commercial
1: Al Pacino is shown the duncaccino this is a mouthful uh commercial and he turns to um jack and he says this must never be seen
0: by anyone all, all copies destroy them
1: so it's kind of like um like a prelude to everybody else's reaction when yeah. they're coming out of the cinema. I mean, there are reviews where people have posted and said they've walked out. And
0: it's like, no one should ever see this. Yeah. Has anyone seen this? We, knew we need to find them and we need to talk to them. <sighs> <laughs> if, if, if we could use sound effects to review films, <sighs> would yeah. be
1: the review for this film. I want to talk about the cameos. I, I didn't see them. Okay. Was Johnny Depp.
0: That? When was Johnny Depp in this? Johnny
1: Depp sat next to Al Pacino.
0: Oh yes, in, in the in, in the, the basketball, basketball game right, where yes. he
1: first lays eyes on um, Jill. Yeah, John McEnroe. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. I missed him. Yeah, he's, he's in it. He's huge. Yeah. How did I miss him? I don't know. Bruce Jenner. He's in it. Caitlyn Jenner as Oh. Caitlyn Jenner as now we should respectfully refer to her. Yeah. Quite a lot of sports stars I believe were in this all right. Right, but American sports American stars. sports stars. So, yeah. How on earth he managed to twist Johnny Depp's arm is unbelievable. I do not know. What did you think about the parrot?
0: I don't know if it was CGI or not. Not the parrot in in real life, but when the parrot
1: went into the chocolate fountain. Oh, it was. It was what? CGI parrot in the chocolate fountain. Was it? Yes. How do you know that? <laughs> I could I saw that clip when I saw the Pete that bit on film I said that's yeah. CGI'd. I could tell it was CGI'd. Really? They wouldn't be allowed to put a parrot in a chocolate fountain. That's not allowed. You can't you can't do that, Matthew. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm fairly certain I saw like a computer generated shiny chocolate substance on a parrot or it was the parrot was CGI'd and so was the chocolate. Because I was, I watched that and I was like,
0: you can't put a parrot in chocolate. No, they wouldn't have
1: been allowed to do that.
0: It would take ages to wash out. No, I'm not having it.
1: <laughs> Jill's character has a parrot and he talks and is mildly... Annoying. Uh, no, no, not mildly amusing, I was going to say, but it's yeah, utterly oh, annoying. Thank you. Matthew, before we go on to talking about the good things and bad things about this <laughs> film, which I don't think is going to take very long, <laughs> I just want to talk about two things. The first thing is, just to clear up in terms of this, the plot... Eventually, Jill finds love. Basically, the Mexican gardener shows her a great time with his kids, and uh, they bond, and there's a lovely cutscene where she's having a lovely time with the Mexican family, and they fall in love at the end, and that's the sort of crescendo of the film.
0: 90% of American comedies... 90%...? I don't know, that's a random stat that I may have made up. And to make it seem more realistic, I'm going to go with a a more specific number. 92% of all American comedies lose their way in the final third. Yes. You, you, you normally have even the best ones they, <laughs> they tend to have a, a great opening a brilliant middle section and then a soppy final third where you know people find redemption they find love where they didn't expect it. They, you know, they get their job. They find a path. They do something. There's always the American dream element that kicks
1: in. They open a bakery and they go back to cooking. Exactly. There's
0: always something that like you don't ever get like a dark comedic. Not ever. Obviously, there's that eight percent. Left over in the ninety two, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and 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 this falls into
1: the same trap without the bright opening.
0: The <laughs> so s-
1: the second thing I was going to talk about, oh yeah, a scene which could only apologise for because we're going to play you the clip now. So if you have a um, weak stomached disposition, then maybe the next two minutes you might want to skip. But the scene with the chimichanga bombs, yeah, um, okay, this just gives you a taster of the the humor in this film' not so warm to be a holiday season but thank you I really had an amazing time. too bad you're taking off tonight I well I have
0: to he's abusive to me not physically because I would hurt him but mentally and it's time
1: to go I know maybe next time you're maybe next time you're here if you ever oh that's that's what if I ever what well, maybe next time you're here, if,
0: if, your engine? Se- your engine seems to be a... It's a diesel truck, I'm guessing, no, right?
1: No. Um, if you ever want to see a movie or something... Oh,
0: my God. Could, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just hold a thought. I have. I, I have to go. I have to. What, what did I say? say?
1: Oh, no, it's not you. Huh? It's the chimichangas. Oh, they're making a run for the
0: border. Oh, you're throwing chimichanga bombs? Yeah. Hey Jill, can I talk to you for a second?
1: No! My bags are packed and there's nothing left to <laughs> say! Uh-huh. I spent the day at Felipe's picnic where I finally felt welcomed <laughs> by everybody! I tried this new food for the very first time!
0: I'm guessing Mexican?
1: Yes, Mexican! Mr. Food Detective! Uh-huh. Hey,
0: Felipe!
1: <laughs> what is evil? Can evil doing wheelies in there? What, what, what? It's. Uh... Should I ask you a question?
0: Ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> Another question, because <sighs> that in itself is a question.
1: Boom. <laughs> Got
0: you on your literals.
1: <laughs> Was there anything? In your mind then, Matthew, that you think you enjoyed or could take away from this at all? No, sorry. The, the boy started taping things
0: to himself. But, and, I, and I think, as we've been talking about this, and and you've mentioned a few of the the sort of highlights of it, is that in isolation, actually probably quite amusing. I, I imagine when I hear the farting on its own, mm. I'll probably laugh at that. Yeah. But because it's surrounded by the rest of this sort of Annoyance.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like someone sort of like poking you constantly in the face, <laughs> but then occasionally saying something funny. It's yeah, like, you're not going to care about it. No. you're just going to be like, please stop poking me in the face. <laughs> and this is what I think this film does. I think if I, I didn't watch the trailer, and I think I should have done, like yeah. afterwards, and I didn't read the reviews in the trailer. Like if I could get and check the reviews out, uh, mm. not the reviews, like, you know, the, the comments on trailers before the film was launched, I think you'd probably find that the trailer works probably very well. Yeah. Because I've... you could take these little bits out and then you're like, that actually looks reasonably amusing, which probably accounts for its bank. Yeah. The amount of money that the, it made.
1: the trailer. I think for me, um, it's just a big... Shall I ask you a question, Chris? <laughs> ask me away, ask away.
0: What, if
1: anything, have you got to take away from this film? Well, the things I would take away from this film is all of it. Take away all of the film and, and, and pretend I'd never seen it. No, <laughs> on a serious note, I liked the opening of this film and the, and the end of this film because um, there's... a minute finished. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, uh, they do like a Harry, Harry Met Sally uh, oh, type thing, which yeah. I thought was quite nice to start with. I thought, oh, this might be quite interesting. Love Actually. Where they of. get the two twins together and they yeah. talk... They, so they get real-life twins or actors' twins. To talking in front of camera like Talking Heads, talking about their twin experiences and things. Yeah. I thought actually as a setup for a film, I quite liked it. Then, obviously, what happened after that completely ruined that. The other thing I quite enjoyed, God, the other thing I appreciated more than enjoyed was the flawless special effects. Yes. Okay, so we mentioned this. Apart right, from we've we've said Dutch, yeah, we've, we we yeah, we mentioned that actually. You, you can't
0: And, and if that parrot was CGI, then... you fooled you. I'm full due respect. And if uh, not,
1: then those fuckers basically killed a parrot for comedy. <laughs> I think when I was watching the film, and I they, Adam Sandler was in, in obviously on shot a lot of the time, playing both characters, it's impossible to see the join or, or any of the editing taking place. So uh, that's that's got to be something. Uh, I don't know how hard that is to do nowadays. I mean, in terms of... I don't of, think it's hard,
0: I think it's just... Quite timely,
1: like yeah, you know
0: they have to shoot everything twice. They put the cameras on like a computer-controlled rigs so that they follow exactly the same path.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so you know it's not cheap. No, it'd no. be much easier just to get so invested and not do the the <laughs> not do the theme. thing. But Chris, our opinion isn't the only one that matters, is it? No, this is true. And as with all our films that we review, there's always other people out there that review it better. Um, can I begin? Please do. I'm I haven't I couldn't find well there's plenty of reviews online, isn't it? Loads
0: there? of reviews. All of them one star. Yeah. I mean I scrolled I had to press load more
1: <laughs> three times before I yeah. found the anything. Inter- the, the internet is not um, it's not kind to this It's film. not kind to this film, and there is a, a lot of people that really want to voice their opinion about how bad yeah. this film is, so crack on. The first one I found... Yeah. Um, the was first an, good one. The first good one.
0: Laugh for half hours. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's an hour and a half long film. He's, he's laughed for half of an hour during it. So... <laughs> I think he's potentially missed another one off. So I think he probably meant laugh for one and a half hours. Oh, okay. Or he's just gone, he's just totted it up at the end and gone. <laughs> he timed himself for how many <laughs> times he laughed. So laugh for half hours. Ignore the terrible reviews and go and see this silly romp from Adam Sandler. If you are an Adam Sandler fan, you will love this funny, silly, light comedy. Nothing light about this comedy. No. We sat there. So he's not alone, this person. (laughs) He's not alone. And just laughed and laughed (laughs) for 30 exact minutes. (laughs) Laughter is good for the soul. It wasn't vulgar or violent. Oh, there is both vulgarity.
1: There is and vulgar of the most vulgar so, kind.
0: It was good clean funny family movie. Would Why you can't teach these your people? your kids to see this? No. Why can't people write? <laughs> that you could enjoy. I think the critics gave this a bad review because they are so used to filth <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to humour, they forgot how to just enjoy good clean fun. I am an Adam Sandler fan, that much is obvious. Yeah, yeah. And think the critics have gypped the fans by killing the success of this movie before it's out of the can. Go and sit and have a good laugh. <sighs> for half an hour.
1: Half an hour only. 30 minutes of laughter. Well, and there's a film for everyone. 11
0: out of 23 people found this helpful. 11 out of 23? Hmm. <laughs> so, all so the other. I don't know what the other, 20 that... other. 23 people
1: just obviously went, you're from mental. Yes, yes. So. But then there goes the show, right, somebody enjoyed the film and surely that's something to, yeah. to be applauded but he wasn't the person that enjoyed it the most really there was a 10 out of 10
0: go on then okay so the headline of on this one very very crazy
1: good and so bad it's hilarious crazy good and bad it's hilarious
0: Cra- crazy good and so bad it's hilarious a very funny movie the kind of movie that is so bad and the premise so stupid it cannot fail to be good I have so many issues with that sentence. (laughs) What? Let's just break that down. The kind of movie that is so bad, and the premise is so stupid, this sounds like a one out of ten for me, it can't fail to be good. It cannot (laughs) fail fail to be good. good. Because it's so bad.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, these are 12-year-old people writing these reviews. I don't know.
0: Adam Sander in drag is such a convincing Jewish New York... 80s Barry Manilow fan.
1: Uh, okay, I don't know. And
0: it's so warm and attractive in a motherly way. <laughs> Why? And then and then the cap stocks comes on. Okay. It's so wacky! It can't fail to be funny! <laughs> back back to normal case. Wonderful performances and such great fun to watch. The kind of movie that used to be made. It's a brave thing to do in this day and age and so refreshing to see. It's an instant classic and deserves at least a trio this is this is the reason I
1: picked this particular review. Right. So that's
0: I'm gonna use normal man voice.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, one, right. Break out a character if you wish, that's absolutely fine.
0: Right? It's an instant classic and deserves At least a trio of sequels <laughs> and a prequels, maybe. <laughs> I have prequels. <laughs> so there's th- three sequels yeah and a prequel. Ten out of ten for the purpose of encouragement to continue. An inspirational
1: comedy. <laughs> I think Adam Tan has written this review.
0: Al Pacino is brilliant, his love for Jill so full of pathos and tragedy, and his play with such guts so and power it makes you shudder with delight. And impact what impact? Hilarious 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 <laughs> <laughs> You want to re-watch? I love this place. It's a good place to be. More, more, more. <laughs> 10 out of 22 people found that one helpful.
1: I can only apologise for, for picking it because I feel like it should have been one that hey. we shouldn't have done based on the fact that it's made us feel quite low. <laughs> There's a shame about Movie 43 because I've never seen it and I, I, I heard bad things about it but as it slipped off Netflix, I'm not going to pay extra To watch this a film that's not available for the streaming service. When
0: we suggested this film, Mm. all I thought to myself was, "Oh, there's an Adam Sandler film I've seen sort of knocking about. Mm. It's probably bound to be quite shit." Mm. Had I looked into it Mm. and seen how shit it was already reviewed, then I wouldn't have gone with it. (laughs) No, because to say the premise of this is to
1: try and find. Yeah, but, I mean that's the thing—you never know Good till you thing. watch it. And actually, you know, critics are critics, but yeah. you know, you enjoy a film. You know, we've taken I Baywatch. I found that quite amusing as well. There's bits and pieces of it. Ultimately, it's pretty poor, but yeah, there neat. are bits and pieces. But the rock saves everything. The rock saves everything. And actually, we digress again because obviously, podcast number three, we talked about Agent Forty Seven and the, tran- the, the 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 translation of computer games onto film has never gone well. So, you know, we've had Tomb Raider, which was the reboot of the Tomb Raider franchise on film, and that didn't quite hit the mark, although it was marginally better than anything else that had gone before. Um, And Rampage has been released, and it's had very good reviews. Rampage has been the old 80s arcade game with the three monsters, and I remember playing that on my uh, uh, Commodore 64 or wherever it was. I used to love that game. Yeah, I loved that game. And actually, groundbreaking, really, at the time. Yeah. Nothing else quite like that. No, no. But actually I think yeah, critically it's done quite well, it's pulling in audiences. And I think the reason is is you know, you just gotta add Dwayne the Rock Johnson to to anything, ev- to anything and everything because yeah. you're you're bound had and...
0: he been in Jack and Chill, it probably would have been eminently watchable.
1: Absolutely. He's he's great. Anyway, this isn't the Dwayne the Rock Johnson Can save appre- us. <laughs> appreciation podcast. Although <laughs> Maybe actually... that should
0: be our bar, is could could <laughs> The Rock save this film? Yeah. <laughs> I still don't think it could. I don't think it could have saved this fact, film. No, because you know Albertino couldn't. So, next podcast. So episode five. Wow. In its... And they said it wouldn't last. No, they said they said they it. said people wouldn't listen to two episodes. <laughs> Let alone five. It's the difficult fifth uh, <laughs> a episode. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's your turn. My turn. So um, we've done cheesy sci-fi. Yeah. We've done comic Comment book. book. We've done computer game action, computer game action genre, genre, and we've done comedy,
1: comedy, comedy. In inverted commas.
0: <laughs> um, it leaves one obvious genre: pornography. Pornography. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're doing Flesh Gordon. <laughs>
1: oh yes, please. I love that film.
0: <laughs> my true story. I
1: don't love that film. My
0: parents, <laughs> uh, when I was very much younger, very yeah. young, yeah. They they uh, went out for the evening and got me a video. Yes. They thought that they got me Flash Gordon. They oh. hadn't. They got me Flesh Gordon
1: Awakening. Like I think <laughs> I've seen it accident as well when I was very young. Yeah. And it, isn't that rude? It's just It's a bit it's, booby. Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek. And they had like
0: penis shaped spaceships and penis shaped. That's right, very phallic
1: y kind of symbols from what I imagine, remember. Yeah. Um, that, that's not, but that's not the film we're <laughs> doing. Oh, shame! Sorry.
0: Um, next,
1: is horror. Yeah, horror makes
0: sense. I mean, there is no way this is going to be the only horror film we do because it seems to me if you've got eighty quid spare and you want to make a film, you make a horror film. It's called Resort with um. It's got a Z. And, and an A it's all kind of misspelled the resort it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a grammatical horror in just the title of the film but I'm already shuddering resort what's the premise of the resort the oh. premise of the resort I, I, if I enter in after reading the synopsis yeah. it's Jurassic Park meets Dawn of the Dead so oh, that sounds fun there's an island where people go to shoot zombies Yeah, put that down carefully there <laughs> <laughs> to shoot zombies but then the security systems fail and I imagine all hell breaks
1: loose. Ah, uh, I one. love a zombie film. Looking forward to doing that one, Matthew. That sounds like an absolute blast. Let's get watched before it goes off with Netflix. <laughs> yeah, get it done. Get it done. I say get, get it, it done. done. So yeah, thank you for listening and please make sure that you get involved if you want to. You know, it's nice for you to listen to our voices in the bunker that, and uh, it gives us great pleasure. So yeah, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Movie Bunker Podcast. Please subscribe, give us a review. Uh, it all helps. You sound you sound a bit pleading now. Please, please <laughs> give us a review and tell all your friends and family. Come on, we're all Bob gold off there. Uh, yeah, we need your money now. Well, as always, Matthew, thank you for having me in the bunker. It's been a pleasure thank you for coming in my bunker <laughs> <laughs> see you next time
0: bye don't mind if I do